latest sports headlines in South Florida. Reach out to the boys dial 888-441-4623. That's 888-441-4623. To connect by text, it's 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. Now, let's go to the show ready to... Welcome to Romberg and Corge. Thanks for joining us. This is where we show that a cane and a gator can coexist. You, you're gonna you're gonna wear that shit in the ground. Right? You I, love I, that line. I, I, did you lay at home and try to put that thing together one night? You, you know, it's, like, it's, you know it's, what I'm thinking. But it's funny. Really it's intro? it's funny, Brett, because I remember you know growing up down here. Mm -hmm. I remember the days when every year the canes and the gators would play each other. Right, and it was you know. Man, there was no love lost. That was the most bitter of rivalry. Florida State meant nothing back in those days. Is, is there anybody? You're talking about like the referencing the Spurrier days back in Spurrier. I mean, days, before that. I mean, the Galen Hall days. Oh, okay. And I'm talking way back when every gotcha. year they were playing. And, you know, I grew up down here as a Kane fan. Okay. My older brothers and my older sister all went to University of Florida. My brothers would come down here, you know, in the 70s and torment me because. The Canes were awful in the 70s, for the most part. You know, until the end of 79, when Jim Kelly showed up at the University Got of it. Miami. Yep. And then it all started to change Howard Schnellenberger. We know that story. Right. So, you know, it was it was bitter. But nowadays, and I'm sort of surprised with you, to be honest with you, that, you know, you're always talking kind of fondly about yeah. some of your Gator friends. I, I, I don't like what that school produces, but I... <laughs> I definitely enjoy some of the guys I put. It's a very like similar, you know, conversation that we're having with Billy Corbin last night. Yeah. How uh, the majority of the Latins in Miami, you know, are considered like they're the racist of, of South Florida. Right. And it's like you you, you they'll 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 say, they'll say the N-word, they'll do all this other stuff and then all of a sudden you ask them about this one particular black dude that's their buddy and they'd be like, "No, no, he's okay." You know, it's like it's like one of those things. It's like you ask me about a Florida Gator and I'll be like, "No, nah, he's okay." But the other one sucked. But he's okay. But he's you know? okay. Yeah, right. he's my guy. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's one of those. He's my dog. Don't kick my dog, kind of thing. But yeah, I agree with you. It's 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 weird how the thing is is I don't like Florida, but I despise Florida State. Right. You know what I mean? It's yes. one of those things. Everybody always asks you, "What do you hate more? Who do you not like the most?" And clearly for me, it's Florida State. I've always had because I think. There's just a different temperature in the week leading up to that game, and it's an annual for us. You know, Florida is off and on once in a while, right. and, and every for, to be perfectly honest with you, every time I played against Florida, I whooped their ass. It was it was like both on Bourbon Street and in the stadiums. And so, and by the way, let me mention those were good Florida Gator teams. Yeah, they were really then. good teams, really good yes. teams. You know, you had uh, you had Jesse Palmer, you had uh, who else did they have? Brock Berlin, Rex Grossman. You know, a lot of guys that yeah really played in the NFL. Yes. Um, your, your, your defensive line was great. Gerard Warren was really good. Right. Uh, Alex Brown was really, really good. You had a couple linebackers in there. I know Channing Crowder, obviously, another right. one from down here. So, uh, yeah, Fred Taylor. God, the laundry list of players that are, you know, from south of the border when it comes into the Georgia-Florida line. So, yeah. Yeah, Flor Florida Gator guys, but they're all good dudes. Like, aside from the serial killer, like we talked about before, you know. <laughs> we got a few bad apples, too. I yes. Come on now. I know exactly who we're thinking of here. I know we got a few bad apples, too. We got some guys that might be doing some jail time. But uh, but all in all, yeah, uh, I don't think we have a serial killer, though. I don't. Yeah, it's not that. Do you do you hate Notre Dame, too? No. Because Notre Dame was the other one. As a kid growing up in South Florida, Notre Dame would play Miami every year. 
and there was no love lost between Kane's well, fans. Well, the Golden Domer thing, right? right? That was like the Catholic first convict, convict, yes. a convict. Uh, I'm already slurring my words. A beer and a half in. Yeah, I, that's I don't know what it is. Losing I think it's touch. just like I think it's like once it just touches my lips, it just it's <laughs> so good. Uh, shout out Frank Tank. Um, no, but for real, I, I probably think that the Notre Dame rivalry. I'm not really too concerned about it, to be honest with you. I know, I know the last one we played against them was epic. You know, from from there was conversations about like almost like resurrecting the Orange Bowl in that game from the thundering crowd that came here, and and Miami did have that opportunity to totally captivate South Florida again over the Heat, over the Dolphins, uh, over the Panthers, clearly, which didn't take much. But yeah, the Miami Hurricanes at that point in time, underneath Mark Rick had that opportunity when they were number two in the country college game day was here drake was filming rap videos on our campus like it was it was almost like the u was back kind of a feeling right right but i i think you know and it was funny i was talking on my former radio show with lat cutler ridge laz who a lot right. of people know he's one of the biggest canes fans in south florida and and you know it came to my it, we we both concluded pretty much the same thing that that's almost impossible to replicate again. I mean, it's so hard to what, replicate. That team or that rivalry? Well, just or the just the, the the you know that that whole period of time where the Canes, especially between '83 and '91, won four national championships, yeah. forty-five or so about uh, games in a row that they won at home in yeah. the Orange Bowl, the old Orange Bowl. I mean, it's it's really hard to replicate that. It, it is, and just like it is to you know two decades removed is trying to be hard to replicate the 2000 team as well, because people forget this. Everybody knows we won one and got robbed in another one against Ohio State. Yeah, it was a robbery. It really was. But they kind of forget the year before when we actually played against the Gators in the Sugar Bowl. But we all thought that we had the right to be in the national That's championship correct. against the Oklahoma Sooners. That's correct. And that was my first year starting at the University of Miami, sophomore, starting center. Uh, we really... Honestly, aside from that shit we did up in Washington where we got beat by by Washington, if there's a few more minutes on the clock, we would have won that game. And I know everybody says that that loses, but that's the way it was. We finally figured out what was ailing us at that point in time, and we, we corrected it in the second half, and we just kind of ran out of time to, to, to correct the wrong. And then fast forward, we beat Florida State with that glorious, you know, Jeremy Shockey, double arms up in the end zone, wide right. And... um and then all of a sudden, Florida State gets the nod to go play against University of Oklahoma in the national championship by by points or by votes or whatever the hell it was. I can't remember at that point in time. And I remember sitting after we just got done shaving Shirko Haji Razuli's balls uh, for 50 bucks. <laughs> That's all it took? Well, his whole body was 50 bucks. Okay. We went through like three clippers. Like Shirko's an Iranian Persian who's you know, he's wearing a human sweater constantly. Yeah, kind of like me. Yeah, he's very yeah, he's very similar body hair to you. Yes. Like he could connect everything, neck to back to, to, to throat to the pubs. Yes. Calf hair, ankle hair, knuckle hair, everything. So we we said we sat there and we we're like, uh, how much is it gonna cost to shave your whole body? I think we just ended up we watched like a, a Nebraska game before that, some other game. We were on the bye <laughs> or whatever it was. Was well, so you needed things, something to do. We needed we were bored at right. that point. We were yeah, like in between sure. games. So it's like me, Joaquin, uh Joaquin's we're at Joaquin's brother's house, actually. I remember this just off of sunset, right around the corner here. And uh and his brother brought him a bunch of sports grill wings. And uh and we're sitting there and Shirko's like bored, I'm bored. I'm like, what what can we do that's super freaking messed up, man? What, what can we do? And then Joaquin uh, goes, Shirko, how much is it gonna cost to shave you? Shirko's like, I don't know. And I go, How much? 20 bucks? And he goes, No, more than that. Joaquin goes, 50. 
And he goes, 50 bucks, I'll do it. So we put Sherco up on a stool and he's sitting there and he's holding his meat, holding his junk while we're sitting there shaving. And I obviously give me the clippers. I'll handle the, the bad part. So I literally, you want to hear He wasn't nervous about you guys shaving him? No, I'd have was, been terrified. We were, we're demented. We right. had issues. So well, that's sure. exactly why I would have been terrified. And Sherco's got like his belly hangs over his, his body. He's got like a Dunlop. It's Dunlopped over his belt a little bit. So it's like he has to pick up the Dunlop <laughs> to get up underneath the belly too. And there's like tons of stretch marks. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, this is going to be bad. He's going to be really pissed off that I'm telling the story. I told him to move his balls so I could shave. Okay. So he moves it, but it still looked the same. <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean. He yes. has so much. Unfortunately, he, I do. He yes. So much grasa down there. He had right. so much fat that I was like, hey, man, move your junk. I'm not touching your junk. And he goes, I did move it. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was so grossed out. And then everybody lost it. But man, the, the puddle of fur that was around him was incredible. It was awesome. Oh my God. That's an awesome. Yeah, awesome story. it was uh, hey, It was a great way to start the show. I mean, I don't even know how we got to that story. I don't quite know either. Just quite honestly. Freaking it's Thursday. Let's get this weekend started out. <laughs> you know? Well, we'll talk in the next segment about it. But today, as you know, or yesterday started early signing day um seemed to be uh uh you know doing pretty well bad, yeah but but i i sort of have this philosophy on it and that is it doesn't really mean anything yeah i'm, I'm with you on that one and i'd love to elaborate on that i i can't stand freaking paper champion kids and, and and i don't know what it is obviously it's the old man in me but i i just hate the fact that you're trying to go ahead and predicate your success on the fact that you just played high school against high school kids like it's one thing to to be really good amongst you know 5a 6a whatever the, the the ranking in of your school is of your league but you're going against high school kids like one kid does chess on thursday you know sometimes misses practice the other kid goes to swimming on tuesday like no 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 no. once you find yourself committed an elite level when you get to college and imagine i don't even know how many thousands of kids are in college football but there's only 1,800 that are in the NFL. So as you climb this ladder, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you this. I was ranked the number one high school player in Canada coming out of a whole country. Wow. And I came to the University of Miami, and I found out real quick how a big fish in a small pond feels, like really quick. That, that table got flipped immediately on me. And Butch Davis put me up against uh, Mike Lawson who looked like a freaking King Kong in human form. Like Mike Lawson, he might have skipped leg day once in a while, but that joker had 20-something-inch arms. Really? Suit, like he was I don't senior. remember him. No, he never really – he didn't really make it, but he was an intimidate. Like he's the guy that you send out first just gotcha. for the look. You know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. He's like – he just looked the part. And, uh, and I'll never forget Butch Davis put us in this like oaky drill where it's offensive lineman versus a defensive lineman. Running back tries to go through the hole. And Mike Lawson just jacked me up something real special. And I was just like, holy shit, this is American football now. Because, yeah. you know, coming from Canada, we play ball, but we don't play American ball. Like, it's a little bit different. You got a yard of separation at the line of scrimmage. We're in the States here. We only got six inches. You know, every inch counts. Yeah, you're not kidding. Well, we're going to talk a lot about uh, – about the early signing day, what it meant to UM, some of the players they signed, and why we think that it's all a bunch of BS. I mean, it, it really is. Also, I, I'm going to tell a story a little bit later about a conference call, a Zoom call I got on today 
with a former U.S. congressperson. And it's not politics, but she made a comment on that call today that made me think of how this particular subject as it relates to COVID is going to be handled uh, by the various leagues moving forward. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. And the other thing I want to talk about, and I want to get your Sex. impression of, well, that is always part of the show, right, but okay. but need, I don't even need to say that. Right. But but um, I wonder about social media. There's a few couple things I saw on social media over the last couple weeks that make me think, do players really, are they considering social media and how is it, does it affect the game itself in terms of relationships with other players and stuff? So we'll be talking more about that as well. But hey, Dolphin fans, tune into OnsideRadio.com's postgame show with Big O after every Dolphins game. We'll take your phone calls, answer your texts, react to postgame sound. Now, Miami Dolphin fans have a real place to react and connect after every Dolphins game. The radio home for Miami Dolphins fans worldwide is right here on OnsideRadio.com. You're listening to Romberg and Korg. Take Onside Radio, your home for sports talk everywhere with the MyTuner Radio app. Find the app at OnsideRadio.com. Listen to OnsideRadio.com anywhere by downloading the MyTuner Radio app in your app store. Or go to MyTunerRadio.com on your web browser. OnsideRadio.com. South Florida sports leader. Hey, everybody, it's Good Greek Moving and Storage. And for over two decades, they've been entrusted to handle all of your moving and storage needs. And now, Good Greek is the official mover of Inter-Miami CF. And if Inter-Miami trusts the Good Greek, you should too. For the best move ever, whether it's across town or across the country, go to GreekMoving.com. That's GreekMoving.com for Good Greek Moving and Storage, the official movers of your Inter-Miami CF. We live in challenging times, and we understand you have questions about how you're going to take care of your family and yourself. Well, you can trust the Publix is doing everything possible to help. Our stores continue to be open. We're busy restocking as quickly as we can. But please remember to think of others as you shop for the week ahead. This will give your friends and neighbors the opportunity to get what they need as well. Our supply chains are strong. Deliveries are being made throughout the day and our associates are here every step of the way. It's not always going to be perfect, but together we'll make it through this. So let's be safe. Let's be calm. Let's be kind. Visit Publix.com for all the latest information. Inter-Miami CF, your official furniture and mattress store is here. City Furniture is your number one home source for the trends you want at the prices you'll love. Including exclusive City Furniture collections, the widest selection of styles, affordable home accents, mattresses starting at just $99 and more. Create the home of your dreams fast with next day delivery, plus get 60 months special financing with no down payment. Because City Furniture is here to make it easy so everyone can live life like this, visit cityfurniture.com. At Baptist Health, we are ready. To serve. To treat. To safely proceed with your procedure. We're ready for ER visits and office visits. 
with skilled surgeons. Advanced medicine. And multidisciplinary teams. We're ready for new arrivals. And new recoveries. We are ready. We're ready to diagnose, treat, and manage anything that comes our way with exceptional care and comfort. With the same preparedness and compassion you've come to expect from Baptist Health. And we are ready. We're ready. We're ready to care for you. Welcome back to Romberg and Korge. To reach out to the guys, send a text to 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. This is Romberg and Korge. On How long is he going to have this Corvette? Right there on air. I like that. That was you good. like that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this is Romberg and Cord show. Thanks for joining us. So early signing day has occurred, mm -hmm. Mr. Romberg. Mm -hmm. A three-day period began yesterday. And I guess the big signing, or there's been a few for the University of Miami, but um obviously Jake Garcia, the quarterback who's playing in Georgia this year, left California to uh, play football. They stopped football in California, so he moved his family to Georgia. hes I don't know. He's, I, I was reading he's been in like four or five high schools in the yeah, last... Like, isn't it weird? Isn't it's weird. Just, it's weird. Yes. It, it, it's basically the stuff that Joel was talking about last Exactly. Night, exactly. Where, like, nobody can ever find a home anywhere. Exactly. It's, just, it's I, crazy. I gotta, be, I gotta be the guy, and at least some coach somewhere somehow is gonna see me as the guy. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, a lot of people are excited about having him. I've even had a couple people reach out asking me if he's related to Jeff Garcia by any chance. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 so, no. There's a few more. There's a few there's Garcias. A couple Garcias around. Yeah. Shit, I went to that restaurant yesterday and there was a few. <laughs> it was there. a Garcia, no less. You know what I mean? Yes. I think I lived. There's probably about 13 in my neighborhood, to be honest with you. Oh, my gosh. Well, big signings also included James Williams, the five-star safety from American Heritage. Leonard Taylor, the five-star defensive tackle, right down the street here from Palmetto Senior High School. Yeah, they got a nasty team, man. Palmetto, the last couple of years, have had some dogs over there. Yeah, they really, they really have. Really excited but, about seeing that. But kid. here, I want to throw some stats at you. Okay. That emphasize a point that I would like to make. Like high school tonight. stats? You talking about high school stats? High high school okay. stats. Okay. okay. No, University of Miami stats. So from eighty-three to oh, ninety-one. Okay. UM won four national championships over those nine years. Got it. Six times they were ranked three or higher during that nine-year period. And you and the Canes won 45 straight games in the Orange Bowl. They won zero recruiting national championships during that period of time. And I think they rarely, I think only once were they actually in the top 10 in recruiting classes. During that period of time, yet their 83 class, unranked, by the way, 1983 recruiting class, unranked, 1984 recruiting class ranked 19th, together produced five first round and five second round draft picks. I'm a firm believer in never stroking the kid. Like I feel like everybody nowadays, from the time that they're 14 years old, I've been told that they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Exactly. And I cannot stand that. What kind of drive and determination do you think a kid is going to have? Hell, I have a hard time keeping my kids off their freaking iPads all the time. You know what I mean? So yeah. what kind of drive and determination is going to get a kid off of his ass out there working hard, trying to get better and perfecting a technique? If you constantly keep telling him that he's doing great. 
no, 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 you're, you're doing a great job. You're doing phenomenal. Then, then what do I need to do to fix it? What can I do for my mechanics? How can I step back? How are my feet? What are my hands doing? Look, you could probably preface everything with a, with a, you know, an encouraging, uh, what is that called when it's called constructive criticism? Yes. You could probably do constructive criticism, which would be, I guess, pretty good nowadays. Um, you know, starting everything off with a positive note and then, you know, finding your way psychologically into their brain by telling them, Hey, uh, you know, what you did really, there was really, really good. I probably would have never thought of that, but, uh, but how about when you do that, why don't you add this little thing? No, I ain't got time for that. And neither did any of the coaches that I had back in my day. So, uh, great Cody segment back in my day. Um, but I'm with you on that. I don't like the, 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 the petting that you got to do nowadays with all these kids, man. And I, I can't stand the, the ratings and, and the followers and the shit that they do for Instagram, their social media platforms. I understand that nowadays is it's, it's a lot easier for parents and kids to go ahead and create their own highlight videos. Like you used to have to hire somebody to go do that for you back in the day. Now it's as easy as just, you know, putting together with your little film buddies, some clips from your high school, because there's multiple different outlets online as well, where, High school platforms have different software that you could literally pull games from Oklahoma, pull games from Texas, and you yes. watch them on your laptop. Oh, it's a business. It's yeah, a big business. Uh, right, now. of course. So, like, you have the highlight video. And what drives me nuts is the kids and the parents that think, because my son is at a smaller school, he's not going to get looked at. Or no coach is going to find out about You realize that all these coaches – the ones that work hard anyway, like the really good ones, the programs that you really want to be attending, they know exactly who you are, what you do, how often you do it, who's your friends, how much of a zero you might be off of the football field. If you're an asshole, if all you're doing is chasing chicks, if you're at the gym, if you're not at the gym, they know everything. All these, And that's at the collegiate level. Once you start investing money at the NFL level, like what these guys are spending millions and millions of dollars to try to do background checks on you, to try to find out your associations, your family history, your family tree, who's been in the pen, who's not been in the pen, what kind of crimes have maybe been committed, and how many degrees of separation you are from those people. That, that's a big business now. Like if you, if you really sit back and look at it, and I know we're starting off at the high school level, but if you really look at it as the NFL level, it's a massive Fortune 500 company that is making a considerable, considerable investment in you as a person, as your body, and as the product. And they do everything they possibly do to go ahead and do their research top to bottom and do their do, do R&D, man. That's what it's all about. And they spend a hell of a lot of money on doing that. Oh, yeah. They're sticking stuff up your backside. You better believe it, man. They're you, finding everything. Every little every detail, possible right? Thing. People don't realize that at the, at the NFL Combine, you're there for three days. And there is no downtime. All you guys see on the TV is the 40 time, the vertical leap, the broad jump, maybe the bench press. And uh, and if you're a skilled position guy running routes or doing whatever you're doing, that's maybe about an hour and a half of it. You're in an MRI machine. You're at the dentist. You're getting your hearing checked, your eyes checked. You're seeing psychiatric evaluation people. You're filling out questionnaires. You're in a dark room. You're answering questions about your family and your past. And it's like, holy shit, man. And then you're standing there in your underwear half the time too so it's a little bit awkward you know yeah, especially yeah. if it's cold hope it's not cold you got that damn elevator button working for you exactly. especially those those rednecks in the midwest that don't know what to do when it comes to their underwear yes. they're still wearing fruit of the loom you know what yeah, i mean like, come sakes. on man yeah i gave that over after a uh, pool party one day <laughs> gave up on that one so so but but here i want to i want to emphasize a point here uh -huh. so here the class of 2006 high school class of 2006 here were quarterbacks two through six rated 
in that class. Two, Matthew Stafford. Okay. Three, Tim Tebow. Okay. Four, Josh Freeman. Five. Oh, the Dolphins picked him up, did they not? Isn't Josh Freeman a, uh, a Dolphin guy or no? No. Well, he played in the NFL. Right? He oh, Freeman's from Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Right. Big, tall guy. I remember him now. I remember, remember him. Yeah. him. He Black played in the NFL. Uh, five, Sam Bradford. Mm -hmm. Six, Christian Ponder. Okay. Okay. So what, you know who was number six, one? Maybe? You know who was number one? Who? Mitch Mustaine. Hell of a Arkansas. Last name. Hell of a last name. <laughs> All right. So you go through life with that last name. You yes. have to drive one, right? Like, do you have to have one in the driveway or the garage? Yes. Really? Right, right. But Mustaine was the number one quarterback in that high school class above all those other people that I just mentioned. You know what I'm interested in? I'm interested in finding out what Butch Davis, my, my class. So that would have been the 98 98 class. So between 97, 98, and 99, I know half of the guys were on track scholarships. A couple of the other guys weren't even recruited. Like, I remember, if you listen to any of, like, the University of Miami's documentaries that have come out, whether they're Billy's or not, Ed Reed, those guys, Reggie Wayne, not really highly recruited, you know, Clinton Portis, not highly recruited, Santana Moss, all these other guys that have made redonkulous amounts of money right. that weren't exactly highly touted and recruited because of a couple inches too short, I was way too short, um, not long off, not long enough arm length, not fast enough. You know what I mean? But then I don't know. There was just something about Butch that was just like, "I'll take him." That guy right there, yeah, I'll take him. He's well, a well a here's a good example: Jerome Brown. Of course. I mean, I mean, he was the only he was the only offer, right? Ultimately, uh, I think it was Valdosta State or something was the only other offer he may have had. Some school, La Savannah State yeah. or something. So, you know, you had Jimmy Johnson never had a, a recruiting class that was rated no. high. Never. No, it's yeah, look at some happens. of the talent. You know, Cortez Kennedy is another one that comes to mind. I mean, those are some good Hall of Fame NFL playing, you know, players. And, you know, that, that's like, that's what always really makes me sit back and, and really question. Like when we talked about this a week ago when we were having our, our little powwow, you and I. That's what I'm so interested. I'm I'm so interested in finding out what makes people tick. Like, what is it? What makes Tom Brady get up every morning and do what he does? What makes, for instance, uh, how can we go with another sport like this? But my buddy there, uh, the Italian good-looking fellow with the crazy six-pack that has Bugattis and all kinds of stuff. Uh, what the <laughs> hell is that? Ronaldo? Uh, yeah, right. yeah, him. Like Ronaldo. How, like, how does he get up every morning? He's got hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and, and still want to get up and still compete. Peyton Manning, similar situation. Uh, I, I just know my football references. Baseball references, what do you want to do? Alex Rodriguez, you want to do him a couple times? Derek Jeter. What makes these guys want to play 20-something years when multiple championships make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars? Like, I think there's a giant separation between not only the have and the have-nots, but I think there's a reason why that there's the have and the have-nots. And I think there's a reason why you have the guys that are – on fatheads and the reason why there's guys that have shoe deals and and there's the reason why there's guys that don't i think we all kind of had a really good opportunity and 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 given a very good genetic blessing but i think there's just guys that just work harder do things that you're just 
told to do and and don't cut corners to be perfectly honest with you and i think you get rewarded throughout life with the people that do that kind of thing and butch told me a story one time and i'll never forget it because butch's office you spoke about this being uh being at butch's office yes the old university of miami hex center where the head coach's office overlook this astro turf that was called over there and uh I used it, to go, it was it's an impressive it really office. was it was like 40 yards of astro turf and um and i used to lay out there naked and and Butch, it got to the point where Butch got so pissed off that I used to lay out there in my jock strap. Canadian kid, I came in January, so I was soaking. You're just up trying as much. to get a tan. That's it. I was soaking up as much vitamin D as I possibly could. And uh, Butch finally told Archeo, "Look, get that fat son of a bitch out of my view of sight." <laughs> Every day, this kid's here at one o'clock. But uh, but I'll never forget, man, when I, when I was doing that, and I just remember Butch telling me a story of they put down grass seed and they roped it off. And it was a shortcut. You could just walk right over the grass seat if you wanted to. But Butch put one rope, and he told the kids one day in the meeting, don't walk across the goddamn grass seat. Don't walk across it. Walk around the rope. And he sat up in the office with all of his other coaches and watched the kids that walked on the seed and the ones that walked around it. And they came back, and he said, those are the son of a bitches I can't count on. Well, can I hear more of these stories after the break? You better believe it. Well, that's why I'm here, man. Start your morning every day at 6 a.m., with 4th and 20 with Toast and Marsh, the boys cover all the local sports stories while providing some great Miami Hurricanes insight. Download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. 4th and 20, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., only right here on OnSideRadio.com. You're listening to Romberg and Korge. Take OnSide Radio, your home for sports talk everywhere with the MyTuner Radio app. Find the app at OnSideRadio.com. Big news, Miami fans. Body Armor is proud to be the new official sports drink of Major League Soccer and Inter-Miami CF. It doesn't matter if you're a player or a fan, Body Armor sports drink will hydrate you with potassium-packed electrolytes, antioxidants, and no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or dyes. Whether you're at home or in the starting lineup, Body Armor sports drink will hydrate you from kickoff to the final whistle. Body Armor, now the official sports drink of Inter-Miami CF, available at your local Publix. Let's raise a cup to the first among us who put themselves last. To the risk takers, the mask makers, the heroes on the front line and online. To the ones keeping shelves full and keeping us hopeful. To those who don't stop and those making all the stops. To the ones who pick up, suit up, and never let us down. From all of us at Duncan to all the heroes keeping everyone running, we thank you. Hey, it's Big O. Catch the Onside Zone daily from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. No better place to get the insight you want on the teams you love, from the Dolphins to Inter-Miami and everything in between. Hey, it's Orlando Alzagari. Listen, podcast, stay connected to the show that bleeds South Florida sports every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. only at OnSideRadio.com. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, 
I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. For over 20 years, Mr. Glass has been committed to the safety and satisfaction of our clients. Our products are the culmination of innovative engineering, aesthetic appeal, and the highest levels of quality. Through our legacy, Mr. Glass strives to impart the true meaning of quality, service, and sustainability to new generations. Reputation, experience, and trust is why clients choose Mr. Glass. Live the future now. Locate a dealer near you today. Hello, Inter-Miami CF fans. Download the Drink AR app and play inside a first-of-its-kind virtual soccer stadium hosted by Bodega Trevento and Inter-Miami CF and celebrate your passion for soccer from the comfort of your own home. Find the download links on our Instagram account at Treventus and get our wines delivered straight to your home with a discount for all Inter-Miami CF fans. Discover Trevento, a shared passion. We live in challenging times, and we understand you have questions about how you're going to take care of your family and yourself. Well, you can trust the Publix is doing everything possible to help. Our stores continue to be open. We're busy restocking as quickly as we can. But please remember to think of others as you shop for the week ahead. This will give your friends and neighbors the opportunity to get what they need as well. Our supply chains are strong, deliveries are being made throughout the day, and our associates are here every step of the way. It's not always going to be perfect, but together we'll make it through this. So let's be safe. Let's be calm. Let's be kind. Visit Publix.com for all the latest information. Welcome back to Romberg and Korg. To reach out to the fellas, dial 888-441-4623. That's 888-441-4623. Here's Romberg and Korge. Welcome back to Romberg and Korge. Thanks for joining us here. We're talking University of Miami and the recruiting uh, that they are doing, having a good recruiting season. But I just want to point out one thing. The last quarterback that the U got that was ranked as high as Jake Garcia was a guy by the name of Kyle Wright. Mm -hmm. I don't remember Kyle Wright having a distinguished college football career. No, he didn't. He didn't. But he's got a Rottweiler. And I think he actually got his Rottweiler because, and they told me this story one time. (laughs) No, no. Because I had my Rottweiler. Uh, Okay. And my Rottweiler. Did you play with Wright? Yeah. Yeah. He got there when I was leaving, basically. Yeah. He was uh, was a couple years after me. And Kyle, uh, Kyle remembers seeing my Rottweiler, and uh, my Rottweiler was racist. I'm just gonna put it out. He's <laughs> yeah. just freaking racist. You had a racist dog. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Any anytime, like I'd bring him into the locker room, and it was just it was a free for all. They were like, "Romer, get get your damn dog out of the locker room, man." He was like chasing around. <laughs> he would like, only go after the black yeah, guys. Yeah, of course, of course. And then you'd put like obviously on. We had BET 
on the t- back in the day when BET was the shit. Right. We had BET up all of, and he would sit there and bark at the TV, and I'm just like, oh Christ, here we go. And it's just they're like, Romber, your dog's racist, man. And I'm just like, no, dude, he's not racist. He's like cool as shit. He's the best dog in the world. <laughs> but I I couldn't hide the fact that he would only go after the brothers. You know, and he was bad. Like he was hopping over couches. All the guys were like freaking out, but but he was freaking awesome. He was awesome. Is and it then, because he's a Rottweiler? Is a German dog? You think maybe that's why? It's, it's, yeah, you know they have a they have a history. <laughs> <laughs> they got a decorated history. Yes, of not liking other yes, people. Yes, they do. They yes, do. They do. Uh, they do. Not, not, I'm not pointing fingers. No, <laughs> yeah. but Canadians and Norwegians, we really haven't had any kind of ill will towards anybody. To be honest, no, yeah. no. Yeah, the Germans got a history. <laughs> oh, we got we got a guest on the phone. Well, Dude, this is awesome. I can't wait to talk to somebody. Yes, I know. Me too. Besides me, for God's sakes, Gary, you're on, <laughs> yes. you're on with Romberg and Gorge. How are you, buddy? Hey, Andy. How are you, my friend? Good. What's going on? Well, I was listening to the show, and you know, uh, Brent, uh, you and I both went to the U. You played, but I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I remember back in the day when my brother was being, uh, you know, looked at by the by Duke to uh, to play football there. He was a running back up in Maryland and, but there was no big deal to it. He signed his letter of intent. Uh, they started looking at him his senior year. And then of course he was the number one draft pick of the Baltimore Colts back in 1965, went on to have a illustrious professional career. But I don't like the idea that all these high school kids suddenly sit there with their mom and their dad, and they made a big deal out of, you know, we don't know. Hey, Gary, 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 yeah. can I interrupt you? Your audio is not coming through. Can you call in to us at 888-441-4623? Cause we'd love to talk to you. Hold on. Hold, hold on. What is it? What is it? 888-441-4623. 888-441-4623. It's going to be $395 a minute, by the way. Yes. That's, that's gorgeous. He's got a couple Couple ladies working on the side. Hey, right what you know? Whatever, however we line. can make it, that's a great hey, idea. By you, the way, look, hard times call for desperate measures. You know what I mean? It is what it is at this point in time. Everybody's trying to make a buck. No more government money. We got to figure this thing out. No, hey, there's more government money it's on, on the way. way. It's on the way. Like you the know, vaccine, it's on the way. I want to see how many Lamborghinis I can buy with that next uh, right government you believe money. It. You better, and and especially we are we going to talk about this? We there was a, there was an article written about uh, sex workers. And how much money that they've lost in a city like Miami, where, look, we're we're, we're no stranger to uh, to uh, to what's what's going on down here in South Florida, especially when it comes. And I'm not talking about you know like the sex trade of like you know the horrible side of it. I'm just talking about the legitimate ass models that are just only out here for you know getting their rent paid and their light bill paid. Right. I think the, this the, is like the, the, those are you're referring to the Instagram models. Yeah, the IGs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that are basically you know just looking to get their bills paid. Um. This city is is incredible when it comes to that kind of thing, and uh, I, I've I've um, I've learned quite wholeheartedly that uh, they've been without a lot of money. Because imagine, not allowed to go anywhere, not allowed to go out, not allowed to do anything, not allowed to go to the club. You know what I mean? And that's that's where you're that's where you usually trip and fall into that kind of thing, is right? When you're out socializing, and uh, these these poor ladies out there, you know, they're looking for some looking for some support. And I, you know, kudos to my man Andy Corge, you know, giving them an outlet. You know what I mean with the eight hundred number. So. Be careful when you call that number. Yeah, That's Andy, I think we got Gary back in. Let's see if Vlad can bring him back in. This Gary, you're end. there. You're on with Romberg and Corge. Go ahead. Can you hear me, guys? Yes. Absolutely. Now we're doing it. So right. go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, listen, Gary. by the way, Brent, I, I just wanted to tell you, anytime you go to dinner with Corge, like I have, he takes you to Denny's, okay? <laughs> or, or he takes you to the BK Lounge. Or, or, or he leaves his wallet. Or he leaves his wallet in the car. 
Yeah. Well, what I was trying to get at, and I don't know how much you heard or you didn't hear. About your brother attending the university, or you attended the University of Miami, and your brother getting highly recruited in the first pick, actually, in the NFL. Right, exactly. Back then, they didn't have all this hullabaloo with these high school players. Look, I, I'm, you know, it's nice that they, they make a big deal about some of these players, but some of these kids hold up their schools as to making their commitments. They make more out of them than anything else. Look, how do we know what Garcia is going to do? If Miami doesn't have a good offensive line, he's not going to do very well. They yep, did very people. recruiting. You know, he, he, you know, it's a team effort. It's not an individual effort. Look, I like what Manny's doing. I don't particularly care. And by the way, Brent, when I finally move home and, and we get to meet and everything, you and I are going to go to North Carolina and we're going to take care of the Tar Heels. I don't like this upside down you crap that they no, keep putting here I don't, I don't either, trust me. I, uh, I got a bone to pick with that one. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Gary, you mentioned that because when we were talking before the North Carolina game, Brett and I, he was saying that he never played against, correct me if I'm wrong, never, never played, played against, against North Carolina, no. but he hated them because he had watched a game after you had left and they did the upside down you. Yeah, the quarterback ended up doing it, coming off and after scoring. Yeah, a and and, and yeah. I don't like them. And I don't like them because Mike went to Duke. Ah, right up the street. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So your yeah. brother, explain, your brother was legendary. Hall of Fame. Is he in the Hall of Fame, Mike Curtis? Yes, Mike is in the Hall of Fame, and uh, he's in the Hall of Fame for a number of things. He would get arrested today. Of course, God rest his soul, he just died in, in April, as you know, Andy. We did a show on him. Right. Uh, by the way, don't, don't forget, we're on tomorrow night at, at 5 o'clock, you and I, with our show <laughs> called Main Street. And Brent, and hopefully, he's going to show up at 5.30, and he's going to be on with us, too. So I want to plug that if I possibly can. <laughs> Look at uh, a goddamn uh, program director <laughs> right now. I he like is. This. That's he is. He is. He is just that. But, yes, my, uh, and, and I had the good pleasure and honor of carrying the water bucket for Johnny Unitas and, and Raymond Berry and, 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 and all those Colts. I'll never forget a conversation I had once with Vince Lombardi when he said, when my brother introduced me to him, he said, oh, you're going to grow up to be a football player like your brother? I said, no, nah, I got better brains than that, you know. <laughs> uh, but I, I, you know, Brandon, getting back to, to what I'm saying, we don't know what these kids are going to do. Look, I don't know what – who huh? was in your class? I was like in Las Vegas when you were in college. He's still talking. But, uh, you know, I, I just I – just, I just think they, they make too much out of these college kids. Let's wait two years. Let's see where the U is in two years. Let's see if these kids academically can cut it to stay in school for the next two years. You know, it's like going to Notre Dame. It's not easy to get in there, and it's even harder to stay there as a student. You well, know, hold on like, a second. Hold on a second, Gary. He talks about academics. Yeah. When they recruited you at the University of Miami, you know, all these kids that they're signing now, that we see this great list of talent, how, how important was the academic side? Like, did they really – you know, uh, vet you as it relates to your studying habits and your ability to well, stay in school? I think school? a lot of that fell upon the individual, to be honest with you. I, I never even saw the NFL as as a future. I, would, I, I was just super excited that I got a free education because in Canada, we don't have athletic scholarships. We okay. only have academics. So I had the opportunity to go to a basically a university that is like suntan you ultimately. And I was just like the furthest part away from Canada. Yeah. You better believe I'm coming here. And I took advantage of my education. I wanted to be the first person to graduate with a, with a college degree in my family. And, you know, I fast tracked it, did it really quick and went on to do the master's thing. And yeah, I, I really took a lot of pride in my education, but there was guys in there, you know, let's face it. They, 
I, th I think there was a couple brothers on our team, and I'm not talking about like the skin color brothers. I'm right. talking about like legitimate genetic brothers that uh, that combined. I think their GPA was like 1.5, 1. 1. yeah, 1.7. Yeah. It's it's been it's been yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was, like, academics yeah, is is you know, not as a, you know they're you're, you're a in there, you know. You got to keep it going there, hey? Yeah. Uh, well, been, why did it come out there? The Canadian accent came out a little bit? <laughs> I think a little oh, bit. Hey, you no, know, there, we're going to go to the McKenzie brothers and we're going to grab some brewskis, hey? You know, we're going to do that there, don't oh, you know? Hey? You Ozer. Well, listen, you Ozer. You can get the Beautiful. brutal honesty every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the big O. And the onside zone on your home for sports talk in South Florida, onsideradio.com. You're listening to Romberg and Korge. Take onside radio, your home for sports talk everywhere with the MyTuner Radio app. Find the app at onsideradio.com. We live in challenging times. And we understand you have questions about how you're going to take care of your family and yourself. Well, you can trust the Publix is doing everything possible to help. Our stores continue to be open. We're busy restocking as quickly as we can. But please remember to think of others as you shop for the week ahead. This will give your friends and neighbors the opportunity to get what they need as well. Our supply chains are strong. Deliveries are being made throughout the day, and our associates are here every step of the way. It's not always going to be perfect, but together we'll make it through this. So let's be safe. Let's be calm. Let's be kind. Visit Publix.com for all the latest information. For over 20 years, Mr. Glass has been committed to the safety and satisfaction of our clients. Our products are the culmination of innovative engineering, aesthetic appeal, and the highest levels of quality. Through our legacy, Mr. Glass strives to impart the true meaning of quality, service, and sustainability to new generations. Reputation, experience, and trust is why clients choose Mr. Glass. Live the future now. Locate a dealer near you today. Inter-Miami CF, your official furniture and mattress store is here. City Furniture is your number one home source for the trends you want at the prices you'll love. Including exclusive City Furniture collections, the widest selection of styles, affordable home accents, mattresses starting at just $99 and more. Create the home of your dreams fast with next day delivery, plus get 60 months special financing with no down payment. Because City Furniture is here to make it easy so everyone can live life like this, visit cityfurniture.com. Hello, Inter-Miami CF fans. Download the Drink AR app and play inside a first-of-its-kind virtual soccer stadium hosted by Bodega Trevento and Inter-Miami CF and celebrate your passion for soccer from the comfort of your own home. Find the download links on our Instagram account at Treventus and get our wines delivered straight to your home with a discount for all Inter-Miami CF fans. Discover Trevento, a shared passion. Let's raise a cup to the first among us who put themselves last. To the risk takers, the mask makers, the heroes on the front line and online. To the ones keeping shelves full and keeping us hopeful. 
to those who don't stop and those making all the stops, to the ones who pick up, suit up, and never let us down. From all of us at Duncan to all the heroes keeping everyone running, we thank you. Riddle me this, with all this sizzling meat and crunchy veggies nestled between toasty flatbread, who should get credit for Papa John's new papadilla? The person who invented pizza or the person who invented folding? Well, whoever it is, a tip of the tongue hat to you, sir or madam. Get a new papadilla, four flavors, just six bucks each. Better ingredients, better pizza, better than a sandwich, Papa John's. My daughter is Marina. Marina has a rare form of children's eye cancer, retinoblastoma. Her doctor sent us to a specialist, and then the specialist sent us to St. Jude. Within the first couple weeks of us getting here, I was just so scared. Like, I think the reality just hit me, and it kind of hit me all at once. I had started to cry, and her doctor came in, Dr. Brennan came in, and just didn't even say anything, sat down beside me, and, like, hugged me and held me while I like was literally sobbing. And she just said, it's gonna be okay. We don't have to worry anymore. The treatment worked and we've saved her eye. This place has been such a blessing for us. There's no way we could have paid for treatment back home if we had to. We can come here and we can just solely focus on taking care of her and helping her heal. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Hey, it's Big O. Catch the Onside Zone daily from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. No better place to get the insight you want on the teams you love, from the Dolphins to Inter-Miami and everything in between. Hey, it's Orlando Alzagari. Listen, podcast, stay connected to the show that leads South Florida sports every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. only at OnsideRadio.com. Welcome back to Romberg and Korg. To reach out to the guys, send a text to 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. This is Romberg and Korge on Onside Radio. What noise is that? What noise is that? Sounds like they're moving moving furniture or something. I don't know. Thunder? What was that out there? Welcome back, Romberg and Korge. So... So you know what, Brett? I don't even know who the Gators signed. I so don't care about this. CFN, man. You don't give a shit. It don't matter. I know. I really don't. But aren't we supposed to play these guys? Like, is it next year? Is the Gators on the Kane schedule next year? Or what's the story there? I know we're supposed to play them soon. Yeah. Is it next year or the year after? I think it might be the year after. I think it might be the year after. But, But it's so irrelevant to me. Because I know that these kids, you know, I think about, again, those days back in the 80s, the 90s, when UM was was winning championship after championship, but their their recruiting class wasn't the greatest recruiting class. Same with Spurrier. He never had a, a top five. Rec- I don't know that he ever had a top five recruiting class. Yeah, and I, I think not only that, aside from that, too, I feel that nowadays, I I, I think the, 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 the logo on the side of the helmet, and on your jersey that you're wearing is not as important as it was back in my time. You know what I mean? It's like I think when once you commit to something and you start attending something and you start bleeding for something, there's really nothing else that you have drive for other than you know your own family name that you don't want to 
create any mud for disrespect for. So you obviously have that working for you. And then your school, your pride, your school pride. There's a reason why there's cheerleaders. There's a reason why there's pep rallies. There's a reason why there's a lot of other shit going on is because you have so much pride in your institution and you love being a Miami hurricane. Like there's a chant. I'm, I'm proud to be a Miami hurricane. Like right. I don't feel like that means shit anymore. Like I almost feel like the student body care more about being a cane than the actual football players. I think the football players use this program as a stepping stone. Whereas, and again, Greg Cody, shout out, back in my day, we didn't use it as a stepping stone, regardless of who came through the program before, the Saps, the Kennedys, uh, the, the, the Ray Lewis's, you know, the, the Browns, you name it, or Michael Irvin's, all of the laundry list of amazing players that came through the University of Miami. Kelly, Testaverde, you name it. I don't feel like it's the same type of passion for the school that you have. Really? Not at all. Not at all. Wow. Not, what, not what, would have, what do you think might have changed that? Uh, Is it just the money? Is it just the, the... I think, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm, you want to be mean about it? Yeah. I think it's kids being little bitches. Really? 100%. Kids being little bitches. So they're coddled it. too much? Way too coddled. Way too, from, from the time they're very young. Ask Manny Diaz nowadays. You ask Manny Diaz. You ask a Butch Davis, an old school coach. Like Butch tells you all the time. He goes, I can't coach the way that I used to coach. Really? He goes, I can't even deal with it. I got to have somebody else deal with it. Because you can't have that barking at a kid, basically tell him. I'll never forget when Butch Davis told a kid, you better snap that goddamn ball like your scholarship depends on it. Because if you don't put it right in the freaking star, you're done. You know, as a six, as a 60-year-old guy, you know, that played football in high school. That's all I remember. That was a coach. Isn't it like like parents would hand over their children hoping to create some type of discipline? Yeah. It was almost like sending them to military school is sending them away to football camp, hoping that they come back molded with some kind of responsibility, accountability, and that's what your football coach was in your community. Nowadays, it's like, what did you say to my son? Did you say the F word? Like, did, did you tell my son he sucked? Like, are you serious right now? Do you, do you want a fucking psychiatrist as your head coach? Or do you want some guy that's actually going to make your son worth something in his life? Because the correlation between football and life, the metaphors that are continuous, there's not a sport in the world other than football, I think, that creates similar situations in your life that will last you a lifetime. Dealing with adversity, overcoming, uh, fatigue. Uh, depending on somebody, being a great teammate, being a great leader, being a follower, being, you know, sacrificing. I, I, I feel that all of that stuff that makes you an amazing human being later on in life, father, son, brother, uh, uncle, you name it, the stuff that makes you a good businessman, that is developed in football, I feel, personally. Well, this and more during Romberg and Corge on the next segment. You're listening to the only Locally owned sports station in South Florida, OnsideRadio.com. You're listening to the home of Inter-Miami CF. His strike is a decent one. It's fired into the top right corner. Gonzalo Higuain opens his account for Inter-Miami. OnsideRadio.com, where the passion for La Rosa Negra runs deep. Big news, Miami fans. 
Body Armor is proud to be the new official sports drink of Major League Soccer and Inter-Miami CF. It doesn't matter if you're a player or a fan, Body Armor sports drink will hydrate you with potassium-packed electrolytes, antioxidants, and no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or dyes. Whether you're at home or in the starting lineup, Body Armor sports drink will hydrate you from kickoff to the final whistle. Body Armor, now the official sports drink of Inter-Miami CF, available at your local Publix. Hello, Inter-Miami CF fans. Download the Drink AR app and play inside a first-of-its-kind virtual soccer stadium hosted by Bodega Trevento and Inter-Miami CF and celebrate your passion for soccer from the comfort of your own home. Find the download links on our Instagram account at Treventus and get our wines delivered straight to your home with a discount for all Inter-Miami CF fans. Discover Trevento, a shared passion. Keeping you informed in the world of sports. With an onside radio.com sports update. The Dolphins released their week 15 injury report, and there were some surprises. Tua Tungo Viola appeared on the list with an ankle injury, and Xavier Howard appeared with a shoulder injury. We haven't heard anything too detrimental about those two, so Miami shouldn't have to worry too much going into the weekend. The Miami Heat have waived guard Breen Tyree and forward Paula Boa. They made the announcement via Twitter. The Yankees have expressed interest in Ryan Stanek, a former Rays reliever who spent the last two seasons with the Marlins. Arsenal midfielder Mazut Ozil is open to a move to the MLS. The 31-year-old's current deal expires in the summer, and DC United and Inter-Miami have showed tremendous interest. Week 15 in the NFL kicks off tonight at 8.20 Eastern when the Chargers take on the Raiders. The Raiders have begun to look like a well-oiled machine with Carr, Waller, and Jacobs. Receiver Mike Williams is not expected to play, and the Chargers are concerned about Keenan Allen. If he saw the field tonight, he'd be very limited. The Chargers are hopeful that running back Austin Eckler, however, will play. They enter the matchup minus 195 on the money line. With your OnsideRadio.com sports update, I'm Benjamin Cure, and you're listening to the only locally owned sports station in South Florida, OnsideRadio.com. this with all this sizzling meat and crunchy veggies nestled between toasty flatbread who should get credit for papa john's new papadilla the person who invented pizza or the person who invented folding well whoever it is a tip of the tongue hat to you sir or madam get a new papadilla four flavors just six bucks each better ingredients better pizza better than a sandwich papa john's Hey, it's Big O. Catch the Onside Zone daily from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. No better place to get the insight you want on the teams you love, from the Dolphins to Inter-Miami and everything in between. Hey, it's Orlando Alzigari. Listen, podcast, stay connected to the show that leads South Florida sports every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. only at OnsideRadio.com. I'm Ryan Seacrest. First responders are people who stand for a greater purpose. They will be there for you when nobody else is, to help you, your family, your community. This is their selfless promise. This is their sworn duty to protect, to serve, to help. They put themselves in harm's way for us. They come to the rescue at times when we need them most. First responders are making enormous personal sacrifices to keep showing up for us and fighting the good fight. Nearly 70% of all firefighters are volunteers. That means when they get injured or quarantined, 
they may not have a way to pay their rent or keep their family safe and fed. No matter who you are or where you live, when you call 911 and ask for help, first responders show up now. Let's show up for the people who show up for us every day and every night. Go to firstrcf.org and make a difference today. It's time for Romberg and Korg. Start your evenings with two guys ready to break down all the latest sports headlines in South Florida. Reach out to the boys dial 888-441-4623. That's 888-441-4623. To connect by text, it's 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. Now let's go to the show ready to rock your evening. This is Romberg and Korg on Onside Radio. Back with Romberg and Korg. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday evening. Getting ready for the holidays, man. Getting ready for something. So, you know, what are we, like four or five beat beers in? Or what, what's going on here? Yeah, we're, we're a few into the show, as you could tell by the slurring of my intro there. Um, but but we were talking a little bit of football and and Tommy over there's got a, some some uh, information. You got a nugget for us, huh, Tommy? Nugget. What's going on tonight nugget? with this game? I mean, First I'm, of all, who's playing tonight? Thursday night football, NFL. Bolts and Raiders at Raiders, eight twenty. Ain't that something? Yeah, and listen, man, I, I'm a San Diego born and raised guy, so I have a lot of history with this. What team. part of Diego are you from, man? Solana I used to go Beach. to Mission Beach all the time. Solana Can't you Beach. Tell? Look at him, man. North County. Like yeah, you look dude. like a sun goddess. North, yeah, North, you really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. North, North County, San Diego. So okay, okay. But anyway, so t- this is the guy, and I'm going to catch a lot of flack from from Dolphin fans, but this is the guy I thought we should have drafted. So you were a Herbert over to a guy when that, when that whole story started cranking up. I was depressed up. on draft night. Really? Yeah, and I'm still bummed out. I think we got the raw end of that deal. I think we I actually him. I actually talked to Cristobal about him quite wholeheartedly, and and he was speaking you know real well about Herbert. He was like saying that this guy's super legit, big, strong, moves well. You know, I I thought it was going to happen, but you know the Dolphin community just they didn't want Herbert. They they wanted to. Well, you know, and what was funny about Herbert was. Uh, on my other radio show, we had I had Lee Sterling, who's uh, yeah. you know Lee, he's yeah. a, a well-known uh, handicapper of of college and, and professional football, and and Lee was saying that that he was pointing out that Herbert in four years at Oregon did not have one. You say Oregon, huh? Is Oregon, it Oregon or is it Oregon? Oregon. Well, I'm a after Canadian. Three we say beers, we think we say things differently. Yeah, you do. You do. He he was saying that. That in four years at that university did not have one highly drafted wide receiver or running back. So the point he was trying to make was: well, you look at Tua, he had, I mean, how many first round right. draft picked wide receivers and running backs, skill position players, tight ends playing True. around him? True. It's a lot of supporting cast. Yeah. You know, a lot of justification, a lot of help. But yeah, so so tell me what you got going on with Herbert. What's his story? What's well, the so stat tonight, you got for us tonight? tonight he's got a real solid chance of breaking Baker Mayfield's rookie uh, record from 2018, which was uh, 27 t- uh, t- touchdown passes. Baker he's Mayfield at 25 right now. Touchdown passes in 2018. Yeah. Wow. And then he's also creeping up on Andrew Luck's total yard record is uh, 4374. Yeah, Andrew Luck the beard. He's a thousand yards from there with several games to go, and then also the completion record. Uh, that uh, Carson Wentz owns 
at 379 and he's creeping on that. There's a good chance he's going to he's going to own all of them. Wow, what do you say, man? But he's been well, starting since day 1. No yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, the guy had a really close game against Patrick Mahomes. They they should have won that game. I saw him play. Well, so did we played against, we played against them here, did we not? Yeah, and he yeah. looked the he looked legit now. He looked the part. He yeah, was, yeah. He was very similar to what the what was the Bills quarterback there? Was it Allen? What's his yeah, name? Allen, yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yes. he's, he looks the good. And the guy's six six two thirty six. I mean, monster. he's a beast. I remember watching him in the in the awkward uh, awkward draft party that was going on. This, how how awkward was that? that yeah. oh, Jesus Christ, the COVID draft, right? Commissioner right. in there making 50, 50 yards, and he's making fifty million dollars a year. Roger Goodell to stand in his goddamn man cave in his basement and yell at the guy that's got the camera behind yeah. him. It's, yeah, it was. It but was but awesome. you might recall that was in April. We were so excited to have anything at that point, you know. Yeah, we were. And I'm not a big draft guy. If you're a sports guy, you definitely had blue balls. There's no doubt yes. about it. If yes. you're a sports guy, you definitely had some blue balls from March all the way until April, and then even question mark was the May as well you know what i mean with the whole was the nba gonna happen and then the baseball rumors of trying to have like different kinds of like honeycomb bubbles of, of three different locations throughout yeah. the united states yeah man that was scary yeah but but i you know herbert seems to have the body i was a two a guy because you know my whole thing it's about marketing and it's about expectations mm -hmm. all we heard was tank for tua for ever and ever right. and ever right so then it was the time to make that pick how could you not and then, pick and then they throw of course and they threw another name out there and i and i'm wondering and people do this all the time too they wonder as well like was that the media throwing a little uh little little wrench in the in the machine there was that the dolphins throwing out a little nugget to try to deter the other guys that were picking because if you could remember the dolphins had so many damn picks what was it like four or five picks on that first day that was right. incredible um and then and then you have the, the ability to jump ahead of a few different people to find out who's going to stay who's not going to stay who wants to deal away their picks so when it started out as a very cordial respectful we're not doing anything out of the norm and then you had a picture of the, the general manager and the head coach at their respective homes with their zoom cameras on up in the top left hand corner of their kitchen and their kids running around so everything looked kind of like kosher if you will and then uh two days prior to the draft I think they got wind that, you know, we needed something a little bit more exciting than a regular kosher draft. Like, who the hell is going to watch that? Right. So I think that's when the rumors started. That's when you started peppering everybody with trades and is this going to happen and who wants that guy? And and But needless to say, it was drier than a popcorn fart. That draft was so freaking boring. Everybody went basically where they were supposed to go. Yeah, and then there was Bill Belichick. I oh, mean, no. I loved watching was it Bill Belichick. Wasn't it like yeah, was it his yeah, dog or something like that? He's at like his his uh kitchen table you know no holds i mean he's just like down to basics is did that i ever guy. throw the story that when when the patriots came to play against us uh, in camp at the falcons so the patriots show up and we had a whole week with them right that's how it usually works so belichick shows up with the team they're using our facility with us we're going against each other it usually is a violent situation it's a lot more violent than games because it's you know it's really like, it's like another dog coming over to your yard it's it's serious really oh yeah the fights i'll never forget when we went against the tennessee titans uh we did four plays and they had to send us home like there was and four this is plays, with the falcons yeah uh no that was with the rams okay. and, and four plays there was seven different fights that broke out on the football field wow. and they had to basically you know fisher fisher was about to go at it with somebody uh their defensive line coach was about to fight our head coach are you serious oh no it got it got so bad they were cheap shotting us and we were fighting on one end and yeah, four plays into the practice, they were just like, okay, this is not going to freaking work, man. Like you guys got to get on the bus and you got to go back to your hotel 
and you guys got to get the hell out of town. Like, this is not going to work. That's how serious that inner squad scrimmage practice goes. It's very, very. But I thought they were cordial. I thought they were very cordial people in in Nashville, Tennessee. You'd think so, but not <laughs> when they get they got the, their defensive line coach. I think did time. I thought what was his name Washburn. I think his last name was. He literally almost killed somebody on the side of the road one time and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he got off his mo some guy was like cutting him off or whatever it was. I don't know if many people know the story, so you know I'm gonna go ahead. Allegedly, this is what I've heard. This is the rumor. Washburn's like on the way to practice one day. Some guy cuts him off. He like flags the guy down on the side of the road, gets off his bike, starts tuning the dude on the side of the road, really? knocks the guy out, ends up in a ditch, and he ends up pulling the guy out of the ditch because he thought he killed him. So he like just left him on the side of the road and kept going. <laughs> That's their D-line coach who was trying to fight our head coach, Scott Linehan, who cried all the goddamn time. So really? Like, oh, Christ. Don't get me started on that. Oh, no. Oh, well, you just. Oh, he's, he's, you thought Dick Vermeil was bad when it comes to the tears. Really? Oh, Christ. When they fired Scott Linehan from the Rams and uh, Jim Haslett had to take over, Linehan's at the front of the room. His family's in the room and everything. And Scott's tearing up. And freaking Tory Holt. Tory Holt might be one of the funniest human beings I've ever no met. Kidding. Oh, Christ. Is he funny? He's got like that digit that points this way. And he's got another one that points the other way. Yeah. Um, Tory Holt might be one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. And he, he, he's literally sitting in the front row of Scott talking about just getting fired, uh, by the Rams organization. And, uh, and Tory just starts doing this. All right, Scott, you got it, man. Hey man, keep your chin up, keep your chin up. And it's just like the slow clap. And it, that's very demeaning. That's really, really bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we go into our O-line room and his crony buddy that was coaching the o-line at the time this guy loney loney's like in the o-line room like tearing up for him like oh you don't understand you know scott's great and i said were you crying when you when you fucking fired the other four or five young kids that just came out of college that are probably going to go back to doing nothing pumping gas somewhere did you cry for those guys you know the guys that you just cut and let go no I think Scott's going to be okay. What is he guaranteed? Another seven million dollars? Right. I was going to say he's probably walking out with a nice, nice check in his pocket. There's so much shit that goes on in the NFL behind closed doors that people don't really realize. It's just like, come on, man. Like, don't feel bad. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Don't cry me, no goddamn river. You yes. know what I mean? I think you're going to be okay. Scott Linehan. I think he's still coaching. I think he went to the Dallas Cowboys after that. Then he was in Detroit. Linehan's still coaching. Making yeah, these millions. these coaches always end up landing yeah, on, their land on their feet somewhere, right? Yeah, give them a few months, they'll be all right. They'll figure it out. You know what I mean? So, right. But yeah, that was uh, that was that was uh, that was a good time. Tory Holt, Christ sakes, man! If, if I can get into some Tory stories, that and then ironically, when the Super Bowl came here last year, we had like a little reunion, and it was at the the Players Trust event that was down on South Beach. I think it was at the Lowe's. And we, I enter in the room. I go, I go into the room, and they got like the barbers set up, the pedicure place set up, and like it's a, it's a badass event. Really? Oh yeah. And then uh, Big John Runyon's there, who's like director of fines and all that shit, like the one that like kicked guys out of the league, which is ironic because you know John Runyon was one of the dirtiest NFL offensive linemen there was. He had and a reputation like, for that. Yeah, and he had you know radioactive tricep hairs. Yeah, he's like yeah, he had big hairy <laughs> triceps and. uh He's a monster <laughs> of a human being. Like I'm standing there and we're talking back and forth and I'm like looking at John Runyon and then I'm looking at Orlando Pace and I'm like, how was I in the huddle with Orlando Pace? <laughs> like Christ sakes, Orlando He's like massive. Six, who's big, human being. Who's bigger, Orlando Pace or Bryant McKinney? McKinney. He, he's the biggest human yeah, being McKinney I've ever is, seen. Uh, yeah, he's 
he's just he's a giant, man. Like Bryant McKinney is an absolute giant. When they literally tried to build a splint, when Bryant dislocated a couple of his fingers at college, um, they couldn't find a splint. So I think they they took a novel, like a legit book, and just taped it to the back of his hand. Are you serious? Because there wasn't a splint for him. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like you, you gotta take a you gotta tape a goddamn love book to the back of this guy's hand, oh and he's gosh. out there playing with like a mini phone book on the back of his hand, you know, locking down Dwight Freeney from uh, Syracuse. Yeah, he's he's incredible, man. Really incredible. Yeah, I I mean you're not you're not kidding. So who was who might have been the one player that was the biggest smartass? I mean, you mentioned Tory Walt. Yeah, Tory Tory might have been a smartass. Tory used to show up so. um so uh, we had to be in the hotel, obviously, the night before games. And what Tori would do for that night meeting, um, you'd come in, you'd get off the plane, you could either go to eat somewhere, you can eat there at the hotel, and you know they had a big buffet for you. And Tori would go up in the room, and for our night meetings, which usually started at around 8.30, maybe quarter to nine, Tori used to go ahead and get bare ass and just wear the robe that was hanging in the closet. And that's it. <laughs> nothing underneath it and tory would sit there flat out with the robe open and just sit in the chair just like this just <laughs> legs open and he's got the coaches up in front of the room talking and they're just they're trying to avoid him obviously yeah and that that was i was a little Tory. distracting oh christ the the stuff that tory used to do man oh god the the coming out of the sauna super soaking wet and just giving a pelvic thrust to whip that sweat water all over people. And you know, it ain't coming off of his knee. You know what I mean? It was, uh, now he's a South Florida guy, right? No, I think Tory's from the Carolina. Oh, okay. I know he played at NC state. Okay. I, I know, I know both him and his brother. Where, where did, where did his brother play? I can't remember where his brother played. His brother, I almost killed one day in an NFL game. I, I told and Tory had to actually come and get me because I was getting ready to rip his head off. Um, that's because Dansby spit in my face and I lost it. And then, uh, does that kind of stuff happen a lot? Yeah, it happens all the time. (laughs) No, it happens all the time. Oh, my. I actually know a guy, speaking of CFL, I know a guy that actually got uh, assaulted after getting sacked, a quarterback that was assaulted by a defensive lineman. If you want to talk about getting your oil checked on a football field, yeah, that kind of assaulted legitimately legitimately prostate check on a football field well hold that thought i'm i can't hold that I thought can't. have a go, nightmare I'm, and I'm hold that aggression. i can't that's <laughs> an unbelievable thought hold, hold that thought I'd because not because after the break we're going to hear more of these romberg stories where he where do heat fans get the best insight on the team only one place with ethan skolnick from five reasons sports daily from 10 to 11 a.m right here on onsideradio.com. You're listening to Romberg and Korge. Take Onside Radio, your home for sports talk everywhere with iTunes Radio app. Find the app at onsideradio.com. Hello, Inter-Miami CF fans. Download the Drink AR app and play inside a first-of-its-kind virtual soccer stadium hosted by Bodega Trevento and Inter-Miami CF and celebrate your passion for soccer from the comfort of your own home. Find the download links on our Instagram account at Treventus and get our wines delivered straight to your home with a discount for all Inter-Miami CF fans. Discover Trevento, a shared passion. 
It's Big O. Catch the Onside Zone daily from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. No better place to get the insight you want on the teams you love, from the Dolphins to Inter-Miami and everything in between. Hey, it's Orlando Alzagari. Listen, podcast, stay connected to the show that bleeds South Florida sports every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. only at OnsideRadio.com. You can connect with us at OnsideRadio.com by sending us a text at 844-416-8123. Save it on your cell phone, 844-416-8123. No better place to send your comments, ask questions, win prizes. OnsideRadio.com, the only choice for the South Florida sports fan. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Welcome back to Romberg and Korg. To reach out to the fellas, dial 888-441-4623. That's 888-441-4623. Here's Romberg and Korge. Welcome back to Romberg and Korge. Thanks for joining us here on a Thursday evening in South Florida from the Miami Community News Studios in South Miami. Again, thanks for joining us. So, Brett, I, that story really, I'm going to have a nightmare about it. The story you told me during the break. I may, I may, in fact, not be able to sleep tonight after hearing that story. Well, when I, I'll never forget when I told Laz, DJ Laz, that story. He was just like, wait a minute, what? You had your, you had your prostate checked already? How old are you? And I was like, well, how old am I supposed to be when you get your prostate <laughs> checked? You know, shout out Men's Health Week. Um, not 23 years yeah, old. Yeah, not 23 years old. Uh, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and regurgitate the story again. It was, um, I was in Jacksonville, but I had this at Miami too. I had a thing called testicular torsion uh, for all the men out there. Shout out! Um, it's when you're, when you're basically your, your one's hanging lower than the other. I just don't know which one to put lower than right. that. Uh, so, <laughs> for those of you in the radio and the audio yes. world, I'm, I'm like looking like I'm trying to measure right now on like the Libra scale of <laughs> yes. which yes. one is lower than the other. Yes. So it's basically when you when your junk gets twisted around somehow. And uh, and whether that's from like a lot of sports movement, one thigh bangs the other one. Again, I had big thighs. So, you know, I can imagine one might flip the other one around the other one. And uh, all of a sudden, you should start feeling like you got kicked between the legs. Like it's, that's, I that's, heard that's, it's very painful. That's ultimately what it is. It's a constant, you know, just a constant shot in the junk uh, all the time and uh and it's a it's an agony it almost makes you feel like you're going to throw up because of that pain everybody knows that pain that's a male that has a couple testicles they've, they've felt it before maybe hitting the you know with a ground ball or whatever right. whatever your sport is you've been hitting the junk before or it could just be something as simple as you know just like a little flick or 
Maybe yeah, that girl it doesn't take much. Sometimes. Maybe that girl tried to be creative one night and she was a little bit too rough with you. Who knows what you got going on? But it, you know, could have gave you a little bit of a tap, That's and uh, and it wasn't it wasn't comfortable. So yeah, fast forward. That happened in college, and then I get to the NFL. It happened in Jacksonville, and I actually had to have a doctor come to my kitchen, and he's literally juggling my my balls at my dining room table. And my wife walks in from work, you know, in a, in a, in a business. <laughs> What's going suit, on here? And she's like, "Well, hello." And I said, "Hey, <laughs> meet Doctor So and So." And she's like, "Oh, okay." Is that what you were calling him, Doctor? Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, it's his nickname." Yeah. Um, I was like, whatever fetish you had going on, you know what I mean? Who knows? Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a doctor. He's uh, he's actually trying to go ahead and you know untwist my junk." And she goes, "Did you have it again?" And I was like, "Yeah." So okay, you have to get it in a right amount of time or else you could possibly lose a testicle. Yes, you know what I mean? It basically cuts off the circulation to the other testy. And so I had it happen again one more time. And uh, this time I had to go to the doctor's office because I was literally coming right from practice to that doctor's office. And my wife, who worked downtown at the time for Ackerman Centerfit, said, I'll meet you at the office. So she meets me there. And the doctor's like, all oh, you know, hoity-toity. Hey, nice to see you again. And uh, he goes, all right, turn around, big fella. And I was just like, what do you mean, turn around? And he's like putting on his glove. As soon as he called you Big Fella, yeah. you probably should run. But go need, ahead. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need the nicknames. You know what I mean? Let's just yes. go ahead and be professional. Yeah, let's, let's do that. You know, <laughs> let's just be professional. I'm here for a service. Yes. Please do close your eyes. And uh, my wife's sitting in the chair in the corner, and he goes, uh, as he snaps the glove, he's like, Why do they do that all the time? They too? think it's cool. Yeah, I guess it's like super intimidating. Yes, I guess. yes. It's like they're uh, showing me how big their deal is. Yeah, exactly. And. Uh, and he goes, hey, do you want me to tell her to leave? And I'm just like, my wife has seen it before. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Like, what the hell do I want her out of the room for? Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, this might give her a little bit of a, a firecracker. You, you might be <laughs> you excited. Know. Who knows? And then he goes, uh, okay. And he's like digging his fingers in the in the jelly. Oh no. And I'm like, wait a minute. He didn't he didn't have any freaking jelly at my house in my kitchen. You know what I mean? What's he doing with the petroleum? And then all of a sudden, whoosh, Bend over, you big baby. And I was just like, what? And then before you knew it, it was like, hmm. So, the, the so pressure. He so he didn't like talk to you dirty first, no. blow in your ear, didn't nothing. Kiss me. Didn't even kiss me. Nothing. Didn't even give me a kiss. <laughs> nothing. Like, bro, I mean, at least was, talk to me dirty, you know, a bro, doctor. As, 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 raw, as raw as you could possibly take it. And it was one of those things where he didn't even like, you know, warm me up at all. Like warm me up, Chris. Chris Cross. Shout out um 80s hip hop <laughs> and he didn't even like go over it it, it uh, was like one of those things where it was just like like I, I could remember tensing like just and then you want to talk about an awkward ride home with the wife like oh i, can I never said a goddamn word in the car uh did you feel kind of violated maybe violated i was in the bottom of the shower slash tub like a rape victim <laughs> trying to clean myself of everything that just happened and it just wasn't coming off the stench of the jelly was just you know oozing out of my i could imagine it's like what women feel like every time they have to go get either like an ultrasound or something go to the gyno and get checked out it's like you know the the, the jelly the goo and it's disgusting it is what it is but i felt like that stuff was coming out of me for days and it really just... should make you appreciate women so much more no, I don't. <laughs> no, that didn't do it. No, it didn't help. Well, we're still searching on what that might be at Correct. some point. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, the no, but it was like life. an Ace Ventura moment, you know, when when Ace Ventura, you know, kissed the woman who she thought was a woman, but is a guy. Who Finkel? Yeah, Finkel. Yeah, man. You know, one of those. Finkel Einhorn. Einhorn Finkel. Exactly. Yeah, the same person. Yeah. It was one of those deals. You just 
you know, in a ball in the shower. Was, when he ripped her blouse open and she was wearing the grandma bra, you know, it wasn't too lacy or anything, but she, she was hot. Yes. She was yeah. hot. I would have kissed her too. Sean Young, of course. Is that her name? Yes. How do you like that, man? I just pulled that out of the air. That's yeah, crazy. The fact that that you know that name. I knew that. Is she a name? random. Obviously, she's not a random actress. She's no, she had a she had a few big movies back in those days. She had a I think one with uh, Kevin Costner or something. Uh, I know there was a couple movies she was in that were you know pretty big, but but um oh my gosh, man! And and these are these are some of the things you know. This is why when I and I get into these arguments once in a while with my buddies. Where they're like, these guys can make too much money. And I say to myself, when I hear a story like this, you know, what you guys go through, I no money is enough to me. Wait until you hear my vasectomy story. That's oh, even, no, I don't want more, I don't know that more. I want to hear that. You know, I'm everybody, everybody always tries to go ahead and warm you up and say, it's not that bad. You know, you might have. I was the might have. <laughs> no. I was the might have. One of them went real well. The other one did not. The other one, I felt everything on the other one. Well, wait a second. I'm a little lost now. What do you mean the other one? You only get a vasectomy once. Yeah, but the other, the other, you got to go back and they got to tie oh, the other spot right, off too. right, right. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the 45 minute wait sitting in the chair, falling asleep with your, you know, your freshly shaven balls out right. and wide open. You know, how did you think somebody <clears throat> like grows up thinking, I want to have that job where I freshly say, sh uh, shave a man's junk? You know, I mean, I don't think well, you brother, grew the, 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 the assistant, the nurse that, that there's a reason why. Yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I, I, sh I show up. Are there any other kind, by the way? <laughs> no, it's true. You know, you, I don't want to tell a bad story. I used to tell, I like to tell the good ones. Yes. So I've, I never, I didn't know what to expect. Obviously you're going in to, to have a pre op for your vasectomy. So you're obviously apprehensive about everything. It's your it's your lower region. You're super nervous. All of a sudden, the girl that walks in to sits down that starts taking my information in the room privately. I was just like, whoa, okay. Like, you know, I went and ordered the tight nurse outfit instead of just the normal baggy one. Good for her. Yes. Shout out. You yes. Know I mean? Yes, absolutely. Double shout. Yes, out. please. Especially at that type of uh type of work. There's no doubt in my mind. So then at the beginning, she's telling me, ask, well, first of all, she's asking me all these questions. And then she tells me, okay, well then, you know, I'm going to have to go ahead and check to make sure that you're, you're ready to go. And, and, and you're not hanging not enough because they want your, your stuff to hang in order to go ahead and <laughs> don't and we all? Yes. Yes. Well, no, no, not, not your, not your meat. I'm talking about oh. your two taters. Oh, okay. But you better believe it after she told me that. And then she would turn her back to go ahead and type stuff into the computer. Oh, no. I'm over there just trying to, you know, increase circulation like a mother scratcher. <laughs> I'm over there just, just, you better believe it, man. I'm over there just trying to make sure that when she turns around, she's ready to say, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. I see what you got going on, big fella. Brother, I was over there just, you know, working. I was like, I was getting tricep extensions. Like I had two rope pull downs and I was over there just. You know, just making sure that when she turned back oh. around to make sure that she was oh. going to check me out, that I was good to go. And I was like, I was ready. It was peak timing to the point where <laughs> I had my pants down around my ankles and I was standing there like, you know, pelvic thrusting, pushing my stuff up. <laughs> of course. And she's like, I'm not ready yet. And I'm just like, well, I kind of am. <laughs> I am. I am. You know, I'm, I'm kind of ready. Am. 
I'm kind of ready. So needless to say, you know, everything worked out except, <laughs> <laughs> except the actual procedure itself. Um, oh. The left one worked out really well, but the right one, holy Christ. I looked at the doctor at one point and he goes, you're sweating a lot. And I was just like, yeah, because am I supposed to be feeling everything right now that you're doing? And he goes, hold on a minute. And he like tried to electrocute me a little bit because they like to burn the nerve. And uh, and I was like, oh, my God. And he goes, you felt that? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, I got to give you more juice then. Oh. And like by then, I was just like, you know what? Just hurry up and get it done with. And that was – I got on a plane to go to Dallas that night too. That's probably not oh, the smartest no. thing I've ever done. No. Got on a flight, and I was in a bar about five hours after that, sitting there having a couple tall boys. Of course you should have been. I needed to. But but um, I can't get over the the costume. So was it a, a standard nurse's uniform or was it a – Halloween nurses. No, uniform. it was a standard nurses uniform, but Miami style. You know how that is. <laughs> yes. If I'm if I'm in freaking the Midwest, if I'm in Ohio, Sandusky, Ohio, going to a clinic, you know it's baggy as shit. You know it probably smells bad. It's only been washed a couple times so far this week. No, this one was crispy, bro. Like super tight, apretadita, and just hugging everything. And of course, you know a lot of the nurses in this city they're they're not exactly english they're they're obviously latin so they're coming with some really i didn't genetic curves that. oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> god bless shout out <laughs> that is incredible well you know i i do want to talk about before we were having so much fun tonight i do want to talk a little bit about my conversation today on this call and 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 on a serious oh yeah note, yeah yeah i want to hear this I and hear and this. on a serious note I want to understand. Smooth, smooth transition, by the way. Yeah, I want to understand. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I want to understand how this might affect the sporting world. Okay. What happened on this call with a former U.S. Congress pertaining person, to COVID? Yeah. Pertaining to COVID, but weekdays catch the most complete soccer show in South Florida as Kaylin Kyle hosts Inside Football on your home for all sports onsideradio.com. You're listening to Romberg and Korg. Take Onside Radio, your home for sports talk everywhere with the MyTuner Radio app. Find the app at OnsideRadio.com. Can I get a, a captain? And- captain and what? Captain and Ginger. Let me hear you. Captain and Ginger. He was a captain and Ginger. Captain and Ginger. He was a captain and Ginger. Captain Morgan, official partner of Major League Soccer. I'm Ryan Seacrest. First responders are people who stand for a greater purpose. They will be there for you when nobody else is, to help you, your family, your community. This is their selfless promise. This is their sworn duty, to protect, to serve, to help. They put themselves in harm's way for us. They come to the rescue at times when we need them most. First responders are making enormous personal sacrifices to keep showing up for us and fighting the good fight. Nearly 70% of all firefighters are volunteers. That means when they get injured or quarantined, they may not have a way to pay their rent or keep their family safe and fed. No matter who you are or where you live, when you call 911 and ask for help, first responders show up now. Let's show up for the people who show up for us every day and every night. Go to firstrcf.org and make a difference today. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that moment in time, her life changes forever. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. 
Hey, it's Big O. Catch the Onside Zone daily from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. No better place to get the insight you want on the teams you love, from the Dolphins to Inter-Miami and everything in between. Hey, it's Orlando Alzigari. Listen, podcast, stay connected to the show that leads South Florida sports every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. only at OnsideRadio.com. At Baptist Health, we are ready. To serve. To treat. To safely proceed with your procedure. We're ready for ER visits and office visits. With skilled surgeons. Advanced medicine. And multidisciplinary teams. We're ready for new arrivals. And new recoveries. We are ready. We're ready to diagnose, treat, and manage anything that comes our way with exceptional care and comfort with the same preparedness and compassion you've come to expect from baptist health and we are ready we're ready we're ready to care for you we live in challenging times and we understand you have questions about how you're going to take care of your family and yourself well, you can trust the Publix is doing everything possible to help. Our stores continue to be open. We're busy restocking as quickly as we can. But please remember to think of others as you shop for the week ahead. This will give your friends and neighbors the opportunity to get what they need as well. Our supply chains are strong. Deliveries are being made throughout the day and our associates are here every step of the way. It's not always going to be perfect, but together we'll make it through this. So let's be safe. Let's be calm. Let's be kind. Visit Publix.com for all the latest information. Welcome back to Romberg and Korge. To reach out to the guys, send a text to 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. This is Romberg and Korge. On Onside Radio. Well, there you are. We're Romberg and Cord. Thanks for joining us. Um, whatever happened to like that good stuff, man? I, I know we look back on that shitty hip hop, but God damn it, that's so good. The KRS One, the the what else we got? We got Outcast back in the day. We got Crisscross. Man, I'll even go with like House of Pain. You know what I mean? House of Pain, even though it sucks in terms of lyrics. Man, it was just so clean and so pure. And you, you was that music? Uh, was that part of your life in Canada? But no, when you came down to Miami, right? No, it was all can like that era. Uh, for instance, so let's face it. So like Cypress Hill, we used to bump back in the day on the way to high school. Um, we used to go ahead and get our cars done over in Michigan at this flea market, uh, Gibraltar Trade Center. That was just over the border in Michigan. And we would come back with our systems all pumped up and ready to rock and roll. And we had Bone Thugs and Harmony, Temples of Boom, Cypress Hill, obviously. Um, 
we had what was it de la soul i think we might have been de rocking la a little soul, bit I too them, yeah uh christ who, who was the one that uh uh q-tip was part of what was that group what was what was q-tip in back in the day super famous like one of the like the best ever uh tribe called quest tribe called quest shit that is and, Dave Chappelle's uh, Oh, group. Tribe Called Quest is so legit, bro. Like, I, I go back and I keep listening to it, and I'm just like, this is unbelievable. And they're doing it without saying, fuck, bitch, uh, you know, without disrespecting women. Right. For the most part. And um, one of those guys died, right? Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yes. yeah he did. Um, and then, like, Busta Rhymes started jumping in with them, too, when Busta was a beginning guy. Uh, God, like, I, all that era from I must have been what, what was that like early 90s might have been like like 93 94 92 yes and some of that's even in the late 80s uh, yeah but and then I even remember sitting in my bedroom because my buddy shout out Matt Wellington uh one of the only black dudes that I had in my grade school Matt Wellington hooked me up with an NWA tape and I would listen to NWA in my bedroom and then I got wind of Uncle Luke Two Live Crew oh no and oh my god when I heard Two Live Crew and I heard like them talking about chicks and martinez i was like whoever the hell martinez is man you know f martinez like i didn't, I didn't even know who he was but i just i fell in love with it and then and then i started getting into cube like ice cube when ice cube started having that problem with nwa and then they split up and right i i got really into ice cube and then the predator came out one of ice cube's solo albums and i was just like holy shit this is I, canada now i went to the source convention in new orleans in i want to say it was 1988 or 9 and the featured act that performed there on one of the nights was nwa no way yes Damn. and and it was it was jarring i mean how i could imagine it was super alarming for a lot of people yeah it was but it was but it was i could i couldn't you know i i don't i didn't live in that world so i couldn't relate to what they were saying but I heard what they were saying. Yeah, of course. And yeah, they said it very clear. It's not like modern day rap today, like the mumble rap stuff. Like, no, I don't understand what the hell you're saying. You know, right. it's like, come on, man. And then right. the auto tuning and shit like that. Yeah, no. Back and, in the and just day, the collection raw. of them, Easy E and of course, and, Yellow. Yeah. yeah, Dre, Yellow, Easy E. Right. Uh, who else was on that thing? Well, uh, um, what's his name? Ice Cube, obviously. I well, and and uh, uh, you know, uh, God, I can't believe I can't think of his name. The great, the great uh, uh, music producer, Dre, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, yeah, right, yeah. right. But you guys are forgetting one man, Public Enemy. I oh, did yeah. listen to a lot of Public Enemy too. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a lot of, and then when they had a crossover Chuck with D, Anthrax, right. when they did their song with Anthrax, uh, "Bring the Noise," I think it was, and then Onyx came out. Onyx was like that angry rap that came out that slam da, 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 da. let the boys be boys and just like that i i know right now vlad right now is banging his head back in his studio what he's got going on <laughs> vlad man what, what are you are you picking up what i'm putting down right now my brother how how old are you that you might know what i'm talking about i'm laughing my ass off right now <laughs> does it sound like the old white dude talking about back in the day no, rap, or is, so are you picking up what i'm putting down three white guys are talking hip-hop and the only brother that's here is just in the background just listening i'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> i know i should have referenced i should have referenced no no, no, no but i love it no i love it because that means um you know you did you listen and you act you list not only did you listen but you also uh shared a lot of experiences with your friends from different backgrounds like because i know i'm listening to you saying that you were listening to nwa late at night in your room and i'm like wow how's a white canadian kid listening to you know easy e you know uh you know ice cube mc right. 
talking about stuff oh. in, going on in Compton, South Central LA, and you're living in, you know, in Canada. Like, you yeah, probably don't bro. know anything that's going on. Just trust me. I'm like, I'm 43. So, in going up in New York, I live in Brooklyn, New York. So, I don't, I know New York stuff. I didn't know what was oh, going you know, on. Tang. Obviously, I was a huge right. Tang fan too, man. Right. So, when you were talking about tribe, yeah, we love tribe. We love leaders of the new school. Um, we, we, you know, we love the native tongues. Uh, Naughty by Nature was, you know, we love Naughty. Yeah. Uh, we love Queen Latifah and Moni Love with the girls, you know, be, before there was the Little Kims and Foxy Brown. So, Shit, even when Mace came out, even when Mace came out, I was feeling right. Mace's album too. You well, know, I yeah, was like, wow, okay. Um, I just love how hip hop, just like rock and roll, guys, is just you know evolve. It's evolved in different acts, different uh, different types of uh, hip hop has blossomed the scene and really done a lot for everyone and uh, done a lot for the culture. So it's good. Brother, I'll, I'll tell you right about. now, man. I got a I got like a tape deck that had a double tape deck with some with the minute that you could get a system that doesn't have the speakers built into it and attached to it. You think you made it like now you actually got a stereo system. Right. And when I was a kid, I had a stereo system and I had that bitch. I had those those speakers in my headboard. So I had I had a uh, my old man was super cool, man. Like my dad was awesome. Uh, the reason why I say was is because he passed away a couple of years ago, but my old man built me my own custom bed that I was able to put my speakers in my bed. So like when the ladies would come over and hang out and take a little after school nap, big daddy had it like musically inclined. So R <laughs> Kelly, I had it all laid out. Right. So if we were like first kicking it, I had, I even went out and bought MC Ren's solo album. Like that's how glad that's how crazy my shit was. I was into it. So I remember sitting on oh, my, you were a fan. I wasn't faking. I was like, we only had like three or four brothers in my whole high school. And, and I was friends with them. Like I had my buddy, Justin walls juice, who his family actually has the historic walls museum, the underground railroad to Canada. Like that's his family that has that. So juice was my boy, Hubert Granville and his brother that came from Guyana that came over from Michigan, uh, Matt Wellington and Andrew Wellington are the two brothers that I used to, used to hang out with and kick it with back in the day too. So, um, I wouldn't say that like I was like introduced to hip hop from them. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I had a couple white kids that that were really heavily into it, like that totally embraced it to the point where wearing their pants backwards, the that that tweeted belt that they had hanging all the way down to their knee, and the hat backwards, and the and the fade, and man, it was I mean, like the Kooji gear. Like back in the, it was it was awesome. Like it really was, and it was and it was like good good fun like it was good humor and then like beastie boys came out and then it became like you know a little bit more accepted i guess you could say with the whites the whites yeah that became a little bit more accepted but man i i freaking loved it i loved i loved yellow mc friend that's funny that you ended up calling them out yeah dude i was into that that, that was good time and at the same time which was funny vlad at the same time i'm listening to white zombie pantera um uh, obviously my dad's classic rock stuff with 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 the doors and all those other people but shit man it was i, I that's i think that's why i like just i became like a chameleon you did know? you guys like <clears throat> did you like when you had these groups like run in uh run dmc mm -hmm. getting together with Aerosmith? no i hated that shit did I, you I, I hated that that oh god i didn't like that mix at all and you know Steven cool as hell too but i just i wasn't feeling the I wasn't feeling that at all whatsoever. I thought that that was just, I thought that that was almost fake. You know but but I, mean? I, you know what I liked about it was the fact that it, 
it sort of embraced that whole hip hop movement, rock. Well, sort yeah, of embraced. I think it was it. like the 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 passing of the torch, like sort allowing of, yeah. it to be cool. You know, yeah. like like white music can be cool with black music, kind of thing. You right. Know? I, I I saw that. I I saw what they were trying to do, but still to this day, man, I'm I don't know. I I, I like trust me. I'll put on an old ice cube album even like west side connect was another one that we used to go ahead and put on the in the speakers to go ahead and make them thump i was i was a big big music buff i still am i guess you could say but uh ever since they ended up saying that like having a speaker system in your car wasn't cool anymore I, you know i kind of i became dad at that point in time i started having kids man and it all changes then doesn't it oh christ is it for the better though please tell me it's for the better it is it's great man it's it oh, yeah is, that sounds convincing it is <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. It's it's you sure. know you it's just different. <laughs> I, I've been told that it's just different. It's a different kind of great. Yeah, I bet it is. It's it like is. marriage. It's just it's just different. <laughs> God damn right, it's different. You goddamn right, marriage. Didn't is they different. tell you that when you were walking? No, down the nobody aisle? tells you. I had her old man warn me. Actually, her old man sat me down and warned me, and he did. He, has, <laughs> he told me he was like, "Hey, she's expensive." <laughs> you're gonna get the credit card bill she's expensive and i was like no no i'm good i'm in the nfl i got it i'm good and he goes oh okay and then i got that first credit card bill i said are you sure you do want to back he knows well listen getting ready for our last segment of the night and tomorrow of course is our last show of, of the, the year week. right are we done for the year or what's the deal no we're gonna do a couple more next week i'll get i'll drag you in here somehow <laughs> i'll tell you that but tune in every morning from 8 to 10 a.m. to four guys born and raised in South Florida and raising hell every morning to start your day. Catch the morning juice with Lemon City live every day right here at OnSideRadio.com. You're listening to Romberg and Korg. Take OnSide Radio, your home for sports talk everywhere with the MyTuner Radio app. Find the app at OnSideRadio.com. I'm Ryan Seacrest. First responders are people who stand for a greater purpose. They will be there for you when nobody else is, to help you, your family, your community. This is their selfless promise. This is their sworn duty, to protect, to serve, to help. They put themselves in harm's way for us. They come to the rescue at times when we need them most. First responders are making enormous personal sacrifices to keep showing up for us and fighting the good fight. Nearly 70% of all firefighters are volunteers. That means when they get injured or quarantined, they may not have a way to pay their rent or keep their family safe and fed. No matter who you are or where you live, when you call 911 and ask for help, first responders show up now. Let's show up for the people who show up for us every day and every night. Go to firstrcf.org and make a difference today. At Baptist Health, we are ready. To serve. To treat. To safely proceed with your procedure. We're ready for ER visits and office visits with skilled surgeons. Advanced medicine. And multidisciplinary teams. We're ready for new arrivals. And new recoveries. We are ready. We're ready to diagnose, treat, and manage anything that comes our way with exceptional care and comfort. With the same preparedness and compassion you've come to expect from Baptist Health. And we are ready. We're ready. We're ready to care for you. 
We live in challenging times, and we understand you have questions about how you're going to take care of your family and yourself. Well, you can trust the Publix is doing everything possible to help. Our stores continue to be open. We're busy restocking as quickly as we can. But please remember to think of others as you shop for the week ahead. This will give your friends and neighbors the opportunity to get what they need as well. Our supply chains are strong. Deliveries are being made throughout the day and our associates are here every step of the way. It's not always going to be perfect, but together we'll make it through this. So let's be safe. Let's be calm. Let's be kind. Visit Publix.com for all the latest information. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that moment in time, her life changes forever. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Hey, it's Big O. Catch the Onside Zone daily from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. No better place to get the insight you want on the teams you love, from the Dolphins to Inter-Miami and everything in between. Hey, it's Orlando Alzagari. Listen, podcast, stay connected to the show that bleeds South Florida sports every day from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. only at OnsideRadio.com. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Welcome back to Romberg and Korg. To reach out to the fellas, dial 888-441-4623. That's 888-441-4623. Here's Romberg and Korg. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the scenario? I see you, Brad. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Like he's taking care of you now, huh? I'm telling you, man. I just, I think this is just back in the day when, when things. I don't. Am I turning into like that guy, that like old guy that sits on his front porch and says, "My day is better than your day," kind of thing? I don't know, man. This just. You think a guy that right now listens to uh, Travis Scott or that listens to uh, Future and hears like the mumble. And then the 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 voice synthesizing going. You think he feels something like that? Like if he'll listen to no. Tribe Called Quest, or if he listens no. to KRS One, or something like. Or Wu- <laughs> could you imagine like Wu Tang, modern day Wu Tang, breaking into the scene? Would they even be successful in in today's day and age? Like a seven man, eight man rap group running around on stage, 
like Method Man. What was what Method Man and Red Man came out with an album too that was pretty badass at one point in time. But like Meth has one of the most distinctful voices I've ever heard when it comes to the rap game, too. But like nowadays, everybody sounds the freaking same. Everybody, they all sound the same nowadays. Yeah, you're man. not into it the way you were. That's probably true. Yes. If if you give me a couple, you know, JL audio boxes that I could throw in the back of my truck, that might be a different story yeah, now. You never... My wife would be so she, you know what she made me she made me throw out all of my systems. I kept every single system I had. <laughs> When I was at the Rams, I had a custom made with 212 JL7s, W7s that had like the Ram logo on it, the blue trim, the the in my Escalade I had like the vinyl matching everything so it all looked kind of flush mounted. And that tailgate by the end of that lease was like brr, brr, every time you would hit that base and my wife would just be so pissed off. At me. She's like, could you, "Could you grow up, please?" We didn't have any kids though, you know what I mean? It's just like, "Why not?" No, you don't. And now that I got any- kids, I want it. I want to know Shot anybody out there right now? I'm I'm looking for uh, a car stereo audio place to let me know if 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 you are listening to the show. If you're not listening to the show, what do they got now on the market in terms of like truck speakers? I know they used to have the wedges that would fit behind or underneath the seat, but I want like some JL audio. Can I get any bigger than an eight or a ten? Am I going to get any thump? Am I going to get some noise? Please let us know, man, because I'm starving for like I don't know if it's like nostalgia feel. And I'm begging, and I'm like literally begging and pleading because I got all Gina at my house. And what I mean by all Gina, it means I'm the only male that is in my residence, whether it's my mother-in-law that comes over every day, my wife, my three daughters, the goddamn puppy now is is a female. No. The, the, they even did that? The mother, yeah, of course. The madrina, the, the brother, I don't got nothing. I'm looking for something with testosterone. I'm literally getting supplemental testosterone shots just to stay alive on certain days. <laughs> so I'm you I'm are outnumbered. For, I man. need something, man. Like I was even trying to talk to the landscaper at the house today. We're redoing like the the landscaping and the sprinklers, and I'm sitting there trying to talk to him, and he's just he's not having it. He's not interested. He he, he knows that I'm out there to avoid my family to see if I could talk to him, and he just he wasn't he wasn't interested in having a conversation. Well. You are outnumbered. You got to figure out out of that you're out of that puzzle. But I, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to do it, man. I really don't. And, I, and I'm and it's not like it's like I'm at the end of the rainbow. This is the very beginning of this roller coaster. Then I'm going to be dealing with these three freaking women at my house, along with my wife, four, that are going to be on that same cycle every goddamn month. Where it's like I need to disappear <laughs> for a month at least, like just once a month for a week. I need to be gone, like just be gone and stay gone for a, for a week because I'm not going to be around that shit. I, you know, I kind of feel like a psychiatrist right now. I'm gonna, right I'm gonna now. need one. I'm not gonna lie. I've already seen a bunch of them now because I got scrambled eggs and everything. I got, I'm all jacked up up here, man. I got, I've been hitting the head a few times. Well, you know what? Tomorrow we have our good friend Claudia Trejos joining us. She is in the bubble in Vegas. Speaking of bubbles, yeah. Speaking Claudia, of bubbles, Claudia she Trejos. is in the bubble for the Canelo Smith fight tomorrow night in Vegas or or Saturday night rather in Vegas. She's a really cool lady, man. She's a great chick. I love I she's love Claudia. Fun as hell. Yeah, she's really really cool. Yeah, she's she's great. So she'll be joining us uh tomorrow uh to talk about the big fight on friday night too huh yeah i wonder what she's got up her sleeve after what's going on i don't there. know she told me today that she is in the bubble and you once you're in the bubble they ain't not, not much to do in there apparently it's like the, it's like the olympic village I you think know so. you know what else goes on in the olympic oh yeah village, i've right? heard i Jesus so Murphy. so so i've heard and then tomorrow maybe we'll get into that conversation because i do want to tell you about a statement said to me on a a Zoom call today. Yeah, we never got into that, did we? That made me think about 
how that particular thing that a lot of businesses in America now are going to be doing in the with the advent of the vaccine to to get mandatory vaccination. I'm wondering. I'm nervous. My wife told me we're going to go to Canada. We're going to move. If the government tries to make us take a vaccination, my wife said, I ain't doing that. I'm going to Canada. Well, and I was like, okay, that's going to, that's going to allow you to make me leave this place and go back home to Canada <laughs> where my money's worth like a dollar 38. Okay. Why not? Okay. Why not? Well, Hey, thanks for joining us tonight on the Romberg and cord show. We appreciate that. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed delivering it to you. And remember, you're listening to the only locally owned sports station in South Florida right here on OnsideRadio.com. Have a great evening.